Welcome to Candlefalogian's world of Montalabo Pamaron, where wondrous things await you. Choose from a wide assortment of Krillo-shrouded semi-toviaries, both hand-mounted and power biscade. For the Stradivarian bros lovers in the family, select from Candlefalogian's selection of fine ramcorkum, Dalek Rimini, and Burling Flormerica. It all comes from the most famous Tunstall Morani regions of the world, including Brulipoli, Kunbulistan, and Southern Thurlow. Come see the area's best prices on thermal form ductile boutwill and see the Gramble Philippi collection of Wurdnishtani Trifarsh that you've always heard about. It all awaits you at Candofologian's World of Montalabo Pamaron in four locations in Federal Kentway, Downtown Seamoins, Woodenhurst, and Lake Bellamish. And coming soon to Fife View. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Me, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. time. Young girl, get out of my mind. You know this song. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. Gary Puckett, the lead guy of this group, was from Yakima. So yeah, uh, that's why they're called the Union Gap. Union Gap is a nearby town. Uh, and you told me they just picked it because they just like randomly pointed to a spot on the map and that was it. Well, I think, right? I, think I was full of beans when I said that. Oh, really? Uh, I thought that was the story. I know, it's a good story, but but Union Gap turns out to be like a uh, a town just, uh, which is really just a part of Yakima. So since he was from Yakima, that's that was probably a shout out to the people that he grew up with. Oh, I see, yeah. okay. But however, having said that, um, I always thought he was one of the underrated pop vocalists of all time. He had a, just a great voice and has a yeah. great voice. Mm-hmm. But this song, Young Girl, which was a big hit for Gary Puckett and Union Gap, um, I listen to it now, as most people would, and it's it's really politically incorrect. This song is from 1968, and it's basically a, a song about a guy who's hitting on a girl who's way too young for him and way mm-hmm. too young uh, to be uh, and, and <laughs> to be hitting on her, and the lyrics are, and I just played some of them. But young girl, get out of my mind. My love for you is way out of line. You led me to believe you were old enough to give me love. Now it hurts to know the truth. So hurry home to your mama. I'm so sure she, she wonders where you are. Get out of here before I have the time to change my mind. So he's he's like saying, uh, I'm a pretty good guy for, um, you know, managing not to uh, <laughs> dive all you. over you. Yeah. So so in a way. So, but she, basic, she basically lied to him, though. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I, this isn't like we're reading a transcript of a news story here, but. Well, but he says, but beneath d- your perfume and your makeup, you're just a baby in disguise. And though mm. you know it's wrong to be alone with me, that come on look is in your eyes. So in a way, he's kind of blaming her. Yeah, and, you're right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, <clears throat> not not surprising. But that's just one. That's, that's just this. But but listen, this is exactly yeah. why Mike Pence does not stay, does not <laughs> go into a room well, alone right. with a woman. This is exactly why. Because he heard this song and he said he can't that's right. help himself. That's right. Like if if I jump on you, it's your fault, not mine. Yeah, there's a certain sort of logic to that. If you're you shouldn't Mike have Pence. put perf, you shouldn't have put perfume and makeup on and looked all cute because you know, then I'm just gonna I if I jump on you. 
Well, in this that's, male world, uh, that's often a defense that you you hear in, in exactly. court. Exactly, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but there's other songs. You know, when we were on the radio years ago, I used to play songs by a country artist named Dave Dudley. Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down that eastern seaboard. And he was, and I played them because I found them amusing because they were so inappropriate in almost every case. There was never like one song really no. that was no. acceptable on any level. They all had a problem. This was his Every big song. his big hit was called Six Days on the Road. I'm taking little white pills in my eyes open He's and he basically he brags about having a girl in every town that he drives through as a truck driver. Uh, but he can't wait till he gets back home for his actual wife. Or, you know, so it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then Which is proof that he loves her, yeah. right there. And, and they're not right all that. of his songs aren't 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 uh, about you know fooling around with women. Some of them are just uh, incorrect because of 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 what they uh, suggest is proper behavior, like his song uh, <laughs> Two Six Packs to Go." He doesn't measure the distance that he's traveling in miles. He miss. It's in how many cans of beer he can knock back before he gets to a place. Not okay. And then another country artist we used to play was Red Sovine, who mostly didn't didn't sing. He just talked his songs. And yeah. they were always usually bizarre types of songs. But then there's this lyric, which you actually just heard, I think, a moment ago in the, the open to our podcast. This lyric really jumps out. Now, my dad was a man that knew his own mind. And I remember when he'd call us all together and he'd say, family, it's love and time. It's love and time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his kids. Whatever that, whatever that And means. he's leering over his kids as he's saying it. Yeah. I know. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Always but very this, odd. Uh, so there's the unique guy. Rod Stewart had, remember, tonight's the night? Yeah. What was wrong with that? Stay away from my window. Stay away from my back door. He sings, come on, angel, my heart's on fire. Don't deny your man's desire. You'd be a fool to stop this tide. Spread your wings and let oh. me come inside. <laughs> and there's more, yeah. Oh, So that's probably yeah. not okay. I didn't realize how nasty that song was. Super nasty, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and I mean, you know, in this day uh, of rap and, and hip-hop music, um, lyrics are... Uh, you know, just about anything goes. But but it, what's instructive is to listen to these songs that we thought we knew, and then hear, hear them again with new ears. After the Me Too movement and everything else, but this one might be the most disturbing. It was by the Crystals, and the song is called, maybe you've heard this, it was from 1962, and it's called He Hit Me, and it felt like a kiss. I know, I've heard of that. Remember that one? Yes. (laughs) He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. He hit me and it felt like a kiss. He hit me, but it didn't. He didn't. It didn't hurt me. He hit me and I knew he loved me. If he didn't care for me, I could have never made him mad. But he hit me and I was glad. And you know who wrote that song? Are you sitting down? Carol King. Really? Wrote that with her husband at the time. Wow. After their babysitter, little Eva, told them she was being beaten by her boyfriend, but she thought the abuse demonstrated that he loved her. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know mm. where they got that idea. I've yeah, heard more than one woman say that in my lifetime, personally. Yeah, I've heard it too, yeah. Uh, and I've heard uh, some women, not a lot, but a few that dismiss the whole Me Too movement as women getting uppity. <laughs> and they just know, yeah. should know their place. Yeah. This is coming from women. Right. Unbelievable. Oh, I know. I I, I know. They. But if you think these um, things are one-offs from uh, suspect uh, performers, you, uh, you can go through the Beatles canon as well. Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff that's... Um, they had a song called Getting Better. I used to be cruel to my woman. I beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved. And those li- lyrics that you might want to look twice at are, I used to be cruel to my woman. I beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved. Man, I was mean, but I'm changing my scene. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, she was just 17. You know what I mean? Okay. I. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to look through this stuff because it's. Uh, and, and these songs go way back. Right. Uh, you know, the, Joe Tex did one, and we used to play this on <laughs> the radio all the time, say. too. <laughs> I ain't gonna bump no more with no big fat woman. It's catchy. <laughs> and that, to me, does not seem politically incorrect. That's just his taste. You know, it's, yeah. I don't see why that's, there's a problem with that. He's just, he's he declaring was, I don't know if, that I've tried it. I've tried ever, it, and I ain't going to bump no more with that. So that's what he's saying. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of Joe no. Tex, but he was pretty oh. large man himself. <laughs> and so he's complaining, in a way, in this song. That he's getting hit on by a larger lady. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he says, if you want to dance, find you a big fat man. Somebody take her. She's too big yeah. for me. She'll knock yeah. me down. Leroy, you can have this one dude, this big fat woman. I don't want her. Those are the lyrics. I should laugh. I should, course, laugh. Uh, I should be oh, horrified, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Well, it, it, <laughs> when it's so ridiculous like that, it is kind of fun. Yes. And then, of course, <laughs> Mungo Jerry. We, you hear this one every summer because it's called In the yeah. Summertime. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what oh. you feel. Yeah. So take advantage of her right. if she's got no money to sue you with. Exactly. And then, uh, and then, of course, this one, which I think we mentioned at the beginning here, and I'll let this go. But this is such a classic. Frank Sinatra did this song, but the hit was by yep. Jack Jones. Hey, little girl, comb your hair. Hey, little girl, comb your hair, fix your makeup. Soon he will open the door. Don't think because there's a ring on your finger you don't have to try anymore. For all wives should be lovers, too. I'm warning you, day after day there are girls at the office, and men will always be men. Don't stand him up with your hair still in curlers. I'm warning you. You may not see him again. Day after day there are girls at the office, and men will always be men. You should run to his arms the moment he comes home. Powdered and perfumed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's you can you could spend a day doing this, which I think we already have. It's interesting. But, uh, I don't. You don't think of you don't think about some of those lyrics when you're singing the song, um, but when you actually just say them like you did, rather than sing them, they're they're pretty horrible. <laughs> they're pretty horrible. Yeah. But I, I know a lot of music producers uh, in in the time, like when Tom Jones did the song mm-hmm. Delilah, um, the, uh, the the content lyricist Barry Mason said, 
Ah, don't worry about it. Nobody listens to the lyrics yeah. of the song anyway. Yeah, They just true. like the music. And maybe yeah, there's yeah. some truth to that. But when Tom Jones sings, As She Deceived Me, I watched and went out of my mind. I saw the light on the night that I passed by her window. At break of day, when that man drove away, I was waiting. I crossed the street to her house. She opened the door. She stood there laughing. I felt the knife in my hand. She left no more. Ooh, we killed her. And finally, Elvis Presley. Well, I've got a gal, she's as cute as she can be. Kissing Elvis. cousin. She's a distant cousin, but she's not too distant with me. We kiss, we kiss all night. All night. Our speed is her type. her type, but we're kissing cousin. That's what makes it all right, all right. 1964. I like this song, but the lyrics go, I've got a gal, she's as cute as can be, she's a distant cousin, but she's not too distant with me. We'll kiss all night, I squeeze her tight, but we're kissing cousin, and that makes it all right. Isn't that okay? Can't cousins do that? I don't know. What's the law? You know what? I got set up on a <laughs> I don't date know the law. Time. Not that I'd ever want to kiss any of my cousins. No, thank you. I have to think about this. I got set up on a date one time with a girl. Pretty cute girl, but she turned out, and I didn't realize it at the time until somebody explained it to me, that she was my second cousin. Oh. oh. So we go, out, we go out on a date, and we have a very pleasant time. And she was... Um, so wh- what is... Uh, how shall I say? She was somewhat uh, uh, flirty, and I find myself down in her bedroom. She was living with her mom. She was down in the basement of her bedroom, and I and all of a sudden I said, "Oh my! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Now this is no! I I got to get out of here. This is my cousin!" And I just yeah. beat cheeks out of there, and, and I never saw her oh. again. Uh, yeah, this is man. This is not good. This it's, is not. But it's good. it's okay, isn't it okay? I, I know technically it is cousin, okay, right? and they do that. That they do that yeah. crap in the British monarchy all the time. And kings and queens marry brothers and sisters, and is all that's all crazy. That's why they start out with like uh, you know beautiful yeah. women uh, that are they're married, but as as the generations continue. Uh, they aren't so beautiful uh, after a yeah. few generations, and they have to start over again <laughs> with beautiful right. people. Okay, <laughs> that's my theory. That's a good anyway. one. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Here we are. We, we it's been a little bit of a dry spell for between yeah. podcasts, but but we did get an email from one uh, fellow that uh, maybe you have. Hey, it do you in want front me to read it? There. Yeah. Yeah. Would you read it? I, I like. Uh, I really. By like the it. way, for anyone listening that wants to email us, feel free to email us at comments at peculiarpodcast.com there's another subset of that called nasty comments <laughs> at peculiarpodcast.com we are we afraid really to look sh- at that one it's it is <laughs> we really full. should rename this as hate mail at peculiarpodcast.com but um <laughs> yeah we used to have I that feature that on our feature. radio show hate here mail, is yeah. today's hate mail so I this love, is from steve it. and he says hey lisa pat not necessarily in that order he says, I'm a little behind on my pods, but I just finished listening to the Get Your Affairs in Order episode uh, that we recently dropped, and it was great as usual. Better than a twice-baked lasagna noodle, as my grandma used to say. He, say, he goes on to say, <laughs> I especially enjoyed the, quote, oily discharge, unquote, side effects discussion as I was preparing my breakfast. They show you the commercial. They show you the lady. She's a little overweight. Three seconds later, she's in a bikini running through flowers. And you think, I want to run through some flowers, too. (laughs) Then they say possible side effects are. Because, see, you got to understand, it's Zenical. It's a fat blocker. You excited because you imagine a pill in your throat all day, just blocking fat.
Then they say the side effects are gas with an oily discharge, <laughs> diarrhea, and the inability to stop it. What the f Gas with an oily discharge. It's already embarrassing. Was it a discussion? I yes. thought I just tossed it. I'm, I apologize for that. I. Well, I have he says, so many regrets after sometimes after we do these well, podcasts. Well, he he says he agrees. He says I agree. There needs to be a better way to convey this on a listing of medicinal side effects. He, although I'm not a medical doctor, Steve says I've come up with a gentle alternative for your consideration, and here it is: <laughs> greasy feces. I think you'll agree this That's... is much more pleasant. He says thanks for the great podcast. We love. Hearing, love hearing your voices. Sounds. Now, wait a minute. That's that's better than oily discharge? He says it's a gentle alternative. Well, at he's least it saying, rhymes. He's just asking us to consider it. He didn't say. Yeah. He just, just says, here. here's okay. another way to say oily discharge, and that is <laughs> greasy feces, which is yeah. clever. It's yeah. very clever. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah. Thanks, but, Steve. You keep those good ideas coming, mister. Yeah. And if you could write us a check for a million dollars, that'd be even better. Yeah, be but better. it's got to it. It's got to be able to clear. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I wanted to ask you. So we're not. You're right. We haven't chatted in a while. We're now into into October as we are taping yes, this. Is yes. this the month where all the sports collide? Like it's is it baseball season? Yes. Oh, is it's, it uh, football? Is baseball season? playoff season? Is it yeah. football season? Is yes. it basketball season? You're talking. You're talking about professional sports now. Is it hockey season? It's not. I don't think as we're recording this, it's quite yet NBA season, but college. Uh, yeah, because college football I'm, is underway. Well, wait a minute. I turned on the TV last week and saw some hoopage happening. So you're saying basketball's not going on? I don't know. I mean, they do okay. a lot of uh, pre preseason. <laughs> My point stunt is this. games and that sort My of thing. My point is this. We just never get a break, ever. We don't ever get a break. Yes, we do. When? And it's the bleakest time of the year for me because I'm, I'm not <laughs> January. a January. I'm not no. a sports nut, but no, I No, January is still football, so. It's, it's February. The day after the after Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl. It's crickets. It's yes. Crickets. There's okay. no baseball. There's no football. Wait a minute. There, there's... Are, Aren't they spring training, yapping about spring training for baseball in February? Yeah, mid-February, they, they, the catchers and pitchers report oh, to spring training Oh, okay, camp. see, but, there you but go. There's a li- but they're, all, they're just showing up. There's no games yet. Okay, and, uh, so what so do you what, do? What it, what, what it all happens is that finally, if you follow college basketball, you can kind of get excited because in March, they have all the, bas- the, the college basketball playoffs. But again, there's no baseball, there's no football, oh, which are the big sports. What you... uh, there is NBA basketball, but nobody cares because there's they play 82 games. These oh. teams do, How and horrible. most of the time, these players they're not motivated to play hard because they got 82 games to play. Yeah. They just want to play well enough to make it into the playoffs, and then they play hard. So yeah, so that's yeah. the that is the kind of the that's kind of the wasteland of the 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 slow time for sports, uh, February after the Super Bowl, and into March. It's it's and then you know baseball finally starts for real in April. Sometime. Well, no wonder you guys wait till the last day before Christmas to go shopping. I mean, there's a lot you don't have if if if, if it's now October. You know, yeah. there's not much time yeah. left to shop for Christmas. But uh, anyway, so but I mean, but, but I mean, you know, the, the holidays, I mean, you got you got your Halloween, you got your Thanksgiving, right, your Christmas, your right. New Year's, and then for- everything goes away. <laughs> That's a great sound effect. Um, okay, so I we never chatted about this guy. I don't know who this guy is, but people were having um serious uh they were just being mean about this guy who wanted to what quit. guy the the guy who quit fo- football the uh andrew luck the oh, i thought you were talking about me i thought i i'm the guy who quit football you oh. know why i quit football because you got hit in the head too many times no i got i was playing uh football and and the guy i ran into another guy on the other side and yeah we both tumbled to the ground pretty hard hit 
and he's holding his head and he's writhing around. And uh, everybody God. runs over to him. Uh. Nobody notices me. And I stand up, and I remember this so clearly. Yeah. A little slight gust of wind comes up at that moment. My mouth is open, and the wind hits my teeth, and I go, oh, man. And I spit, and little chunks of white fall out of my oh, mouth. Oh, my God. I, it shattered my front teeth. Oh, my God. You didn't wear a tooth thingy? A no, mouth they, thingy. Everybody, everybody was required to wear them after that. But yeah, uh, no, of course, not, not then. Wait, and God, so that I was ch- a long time ago. What were you wearing? A leather helmet back then? <laughs> no, that? they were hard helmets, and I hit my my teeth oh, on his helmet. God. Yeah. Oh God! And, that uh, and so, for, if you see old pictures of me, you notice my teeth are just nubs. My front teeth. I got. I was able to get them capped later in my life. But yeah, yeah. But and that guy, they hit me. He wasn't even hurt. He was just he was like a soccer player trying oh. to trying to get a penalty. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, no, that, I know that. So feeling. that's why my now when I so I when I went home, my mother was absolutely shocked and apoplectic, oh. and and none of us got to play football. None of my me or my brothers got to play football. Yeah. after that, Good. except my brother I'm glad. Mike. I'm glad. My you brother didn't. Mike played football, and then he got his leg broken. So. That was it for football for all of us. And I've, I've brought this up for years and years, and that before people, it feels like people are now sort of taking these um, these injuries that these football players go through seriously. Um, but I I bailed out of that years ago because I was horrified at how how much these guys got hurt. So this Andrew yeah. Andrew Luck guy. Andrew Luck. That's I thought that's who, who you were talking who about. Who was what, 29, 28, 29 years old, right. decided, you know what? I'm retiring. Screw this. My body is already I've I've already I already hurt and I'm not even 30 yet. And right. who knows what this is going to do to me. And some well, fans uh, and Andrew fans, Luck Andrew Luck went to Stanford. He's smart. These other guys, yeah. maybe they're yeah. not so smart. Yeah. And remember, Lisa, that these guys, they've played this game their whole life. Yeah. And and the very rare few that get to go to the professional ranks, uh, this is money. In the, in the cases of a lot of guys that grew up poor, I mean, Andrew Luck was, was privileged yeah. in many ways, but uh, guys that grew up poor, this is their meal ticket. They're willing to put their lives at risk because they can set themselves up financially just, for the rest of their lives. I just don't get that. I don't this this money thing just permeates us in all areas, doesn't it? It just seems sure. like such a false idol to be I I just I don't know. I I just have such a challenge with that way of thinking. Uh I, I like I, money. Don't get me wrong. I love money. Money, I, I do. I love it. But I just think of all the things I'd be willing to give up for it. There's just that that list is too long yeah. uh, or too short. I don't know how, which way to say it, but you understand my point. So yeah. I feel like this guy is super smart. He's he's he wants to have a quality of life. And I and these fans that berated him, it just makes me wonder, well, you're a moron. If, yeah. if no, that 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 shows you the outsized exactly. importance exactly. that people put on sports. Exactly, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's and so uh, and and it's it's usually some, you know, knuckle dragon mouth breather that. Yeah, man. Yeah. If I was you, well, you're not him, okay, yeah. and you yeah. never would be him. Yeah, you're, you're living you're living through these people. And it's just, it really is important. I think it is admirable that he was. I do too. Because he's not just doing it for himself. He's doing it for his family. Do you uh, think his, that this will set a more of a, uh, not necessarily a precedence, but but be more, more players will be willing to say, hey, you know what? I got to be realistic. I mean, this was was unheard of to no, five, it, it five or has, ten, 10 years ago. You would never that's hear true. anybody That's true. This. But it has happened. There are other players that have made the same decision sometimes players that are mm-hmm. uh, frankly just a year or two in mm-hmm. that have walked away from the game mm. and, and walked away from uh a millions yeah. yeah 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 so it, it is happening and the you know the evidence of i, I can't remember the acronym for it but it's 
it's this brain injury thing. And, and there's a lot of older players that are maybe in their 50s or 60s that are dying too young. And it's because... Ex-players. They're or, not or still they, playing ex, in their 50s. Ex-players, yeah. Okay. Ex-players. That... Um, yeah, they're dying, that, uh, and that they can't, and they're slurring, and they're, yeah. Dementia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is from, it, we saw it happen to Ali, you know. Yeah, oh my boxes. God, you, yeah. Your head can't take that I kind of pounding. I didn't even think about boxing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand, I can't, it's just, it's just too violent for me. So, yeah. anyway, so I'm glad that you, you ended Having up not. Having said that, I do like, I do love the Seahawks, but um, I, I, it, 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 when somebody gets injured, those occasions where somebody's injured, they mm-hmm. stop the game. Mm-hmm. The little truck drives out there. They lift the player. If they're conscious, they give a thumbs up to the crowd and everybody. It, it's so much like the Lions and the Christians. It's just always been yeah. a part of this kind of human savagery that yeah. uh, that <clears throat> the crowds will assemble to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I'm not proud of admitting I'm uh, I'm a you're I'm contributing to yeah. the money that keeps this sport going and you should feel terrible about that. I will say <laughs> this: they, I'm kidding. I don't mean to make you feel terrible. I get no, it though. I, you're a fan. I get it. That's got to be hard. I just well, it is. But it it all, all. I will say that the NFL not enough, but they are they're they're imposing rules now that you like helmet to helmet hits and 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 some people complain that it they're they're watering the game down so that even a minor uh hit or an infraction gets a penalty and and some people don't like that but they're trying they protect the quarterback from getting hit hard and all these so they're they are imposing some rules to try and cut down on the the violence and the and the injuries but yeah, I, I'm not one of those people who believes the game is going to go away. See, you've heard well, some some it, people say this; they're going to shut this game down. No, it's, it's not going to exist. No, that won't happen. No, they're just going to they'll revamp it. I just think why you just we should just go to flag football. Why not just do that? Yeah, I I, I just play go flag to football. flag football. It's it's still rough because you still can fall down and you know, but I think flag football is the way to go. <clears throat> They could do, I mean, they could make so much money. The flags could have sponsors on them, right? You could have, yeah. how many players are on the field at once? <laughs> but 20? would you turn on the TV to watch flag football? I don't, I <laughs> might. I don't uh, know. I don't uh, know. We'd have to, it'd have to add some other element to make it interesting too. So I don't know. I'll think on this. I'll get back to you, but I've got, yeah. I've got ideas. So football doesn't have to go away. So maybe put a little faces on the flags. Well, I'm thinking they, they get ripped and torn asunder. Then <laughs> that might seem violent. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Let's go rally round the flag, boys. Rally once again. Shout in the battle cry of freedom. Rally from the hillside, gather from the plain. Shout in the battle cry of freedom. Hey, uh, we are uh, approaching Halloween. Yes. Uh, and uh, we, we, you know, it's always fun to talk about Halloween. But uh, this year, for the first year in our married life, and I have been married that many years. Yeah. Um, we're not going to buy any candy because nobody <gasps> shows up at our house. What? We, we've been, not one soul comes to our house. Hey, Pat. We, Hey yeah. Pat, that's never stopped me from not buying candy. I, people haven't shown up at my house for ten years, but I still buy candy. Just now, in wait a case. minute, you live in a neighborhood. Why wouldn't they come to your house? Um, I think when I first, so I bought this house like twenty years ago, twenty two years ago, believe it or not. And when I first lived here, yeah, I got kids, and then every because here's what's happening now with Halloween. It's got so it's gotten so commercialized. The kids don't come around this neighborhood. Do you know what they do now? They stake out these rich neighborhoods that have um, uh, big houses and all the yeah. decorations, and they they actually get will get in a van like a tour bus practically and go to these neighborhoods, and that's what they do. It's they don't just go to their own neighborhood. No, 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 no. They don't do that. So. I'm I'm not part of the neighborhood. We don't decorate in this neighborhood. Nobody's going to come to my house. But 
I still. Well, it's a little hard, uh, may may I say, to get into your house. It's not that approachable. You have a A you have a a gate and a moat. You have snakes and alligators (laughs) in that moat, and you have you have a a fence with sharp points on it. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it'd be a moot moat point. Yeah, but you're right about and that. Here's and here's the other and, thing, but, too. But when I was a kid, we also used to think that way. Let's go to the rich neighborhoods. Yeah, we didn't you, even know where they were. But, your, but parents, we, your parents weren't going, okay, yeah, let's get about 10 of you kids. We'll put you on the minivan and we'll take you. No, your parents were like, you're on your own. Go where you're going to go. Yeah. So well, you, you know, the other thing we've seen in recent years, no kid just goes trick-or-treating by himself. <laughs> parents are always hovering back there. Oh, They're yeah. They're so afraid little Timmy or Judy is going to get, uh, you know, killed or yeah. uh, kidnapped or something. Snatched. But when when I was a kid, maybe it's part of growing up in the small town, we were just out the door. Yeah, and, we were too. we were gone for hours. Yep. And then we would come back and we had our booty and, and it became very tribal after that. We'd all go <laughs> off to our different directions and count our candies and hide them and not let our my Organize other brothers the- see what... I would organize mine and I'd get the, you yeah. know, i have the pile that I didn't like, which usually was things that, you know, like lame lollipops that just a lame, yeah. lo- not a Tootsie Pop. Tootsie Pops aren't lame, but just a lame lollipop, you know, just a piece of sugar yeah. on a stick. Put I that know. in the bad pile. I put Jujubees yeah. in the bad pile. Uh, I can't remember all the other terrible candies. Those Boston baked beans things. Oh, those suck. Those yeah, suck. Those are no good. Oh, no I stick those in the bad pile. Yeah. But the good pile uh, would things be things like uh, Butterfinger and Rolos and Snickers. Idaho Spuds suck. Idaho Spuds suck too. Good and Plenties. Who the hell eats Good and Plenties? They're awful. They're neither good nor plenty. My old man, he loved candy. And so, you know, we'd put all of our candy. We thought we secreted it well. Mm-hmm. But we'd get up in the morning, and the best stuff, the Snickers, <laughs> the Three Musketeers. Yes, the, the Kit Kats, the, Reese's the, Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah, yeah all the yeah. good candy would mysteriously have disappeared. <laughs> and so we immediately, I immediately started accusing my brothers of it and said, No, man! <laughs> No, my stuff's gone too, and so we finally figured out who had done it. That's funny. And like, and we, and if we weren't sure, like two days later, my dad came home and he had zits all over the, his face. So yeah, he was the guy. Candy, I call my sugar candy because I'm sweet on candy. And candy's sweet on me. My favorite is is Jimmy Kimmel's Halloween candy prank every year. I never get tired of watching those videos. No, it's a, it's, a, it's solid gold. When he has parents say the next day that I ate all your candy, it's just the best. And it really is sort of shocking to me how horrible these little children can be. And one more thing. On Monday night, I issued a challenge to the parents of America. I asked parents to pretend they ate all their kids' Halloween candy. (laughs) I kind of thought the kids would be just mad. Almost every one of them cries. I'm very, very sorry, Rachel. I ate all your Halloween candy. How much was it? (laughs) Oh, oh, Rachel, I'm sorry. You know I like candy, Rachel. Do you still love me? And then every once in a while, there will be one kid, just one kid that will go, That's okay. okay. And it's just so sweet. You sneaky mom! (laughs) Thanks to all the sneaky moms and sneaky dads. So I never get tired of those. Very funny. It's a really good. It's a really good insight into what yeah. kind of adults these kids are going to be. Yeah, become. that's very true. But it's all about the parenting. Yeah. If if the parents, you know, that kids take their cues off the way their parents yeah. are about stuff. The kid that says it's okay. That that's that kid has been well parented. So. Yeah. But but it's fun. Or it's well a very fun. Medicated. Thing. One of the two. So I don't yeah. Which one, but I went to. Uh, I was, I'm going to do a, a thing coming up where it's going to be, I'm going to be like a fake disc jockey 
Okay. Weren't you a fake uh, disc jockey re- once before? <laughs> However lame I am, I, I still want to do my own stuff. You, you know? though, it, and, and it was the word disc jockey isn't even a, isn't it air personality now? Yeah. Disc jockeys are now guys that show up at, and play music at, at right. weddings. Right. At yeah. clubs. Those guys. Yeah, yeah. So but, you're going to um, play a disc jockey. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I I, I said, and, and I'm going <laughs> to be. On a like what, a movie bi- or a TV show? Or what are you talking about? No, it's going to it's gonna be, well, it's it's going to be over by the time anybody hears this podcast. Oh. But uh, it was going to be at Salmondale's. Oh, right. Uh, in Essequoia. Right, right, right. And, they, and so they will have a band. I'm going to fly in and fly out the same day. And it's and they're going to have a an all star band, including Alan White. Do you know who Alan White is? Wasn't he married to Betty White? <laughs> no. That was Alan. He's not quite that Alan old. Wh- that was Alan Ludden. Alan White's a drummer. He's been he was in he got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a group called Yes. I don't know who that is. Oh, sure you do. My favorite thing about Alan White is that he's the guy that played the drums on this song. Imagine all the people living for That's him. That's his drumming back there behind John Lennon's Imagine. That's very good. So that, that's it's pretty very cool. Good. Um, yeah, but at any rate, so I'm going to be a DJ. So the, and the songs are from... 67 68 69 uh so i wanted to get put together a outfit uh, with tie dye and oh, you know, yes a, a piece bell bottom jeans bell yeah bottoms. yeah exactly so i thought oh we've got a there's a halloween store uh, that has opened up nearby per- let's go i'll go check Perfect. it out i thought eh, it's going to be a lame halloween store because most of them are seasonal right. they they're they're open for a month or two, and then they're right. gone. This one was fantastic. I couldn't believe how good really? it was. They had all kinds of, you know, big creatures that uh, run on batteries or you plug the animatronics. Them in they, yeah, those are the animatronics. Yeah, are those are cool. It, people spend really good people stuff. spend money on 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 Halloween decorations like crazy. It's funny. It's like a. It's not a day. It's a whole season. I mean, I already yeah. yeah. It, there's. The pumpkins came out in September. So, yeah. So did you buy? Did you find what you needed? I did. In the store, uh, I heard this conversation. There was a guy that was very vocal. He said, he, you could hear him. He said, he was telling some other guy that was with him. He said this. Yeah, man. I, you know what I'm going to do this year? I'm going to put a, these a plastic skulls and hands in my yard, man. <laughs> And this place had plastic skulls and hands, and so he was going to buy a bunch of them to put in his yard. But then I heard him yell over to an employee, Hey, man, do you guys got any feet? <laughs> There's nothing more to this story than that. But I just, <laughs> you guys got any feet? Yeah. We, that get would, a, we get a lot of questions here <laughs> at the Halloween store, but we haven't... <laughs> Heard that one yes, before. That Thank you very much. Yes, we actually do have that feet. Would... They're right over there. Oh, thanks, man. Because I'm going to put the feet in my yard, too. Yeah, we know. We know. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. I have a um, motion-activated uh, ghost on a string that's actually quite startling and you just hang it from your porch and turn it on and then when somebody walks by it goes and it shakes like it waves its things drives the dogs insane (laughs) my god you would have thought they were dogs were being killed when i put it up yeah yeah but when i was walking through this halloween store yesterday there's plastic you know bloody limbs and you can get things yeah. where it looks like your eyeballs are missing yeah. from your sockets. And, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what is it about humans? We can alternately be shocked and horrified 
about these things in real life, and yet we're drawn to it. Yeah. We're drawn to it. We're all afraid of dying and and being tortured and killed, but yet we're drawn to these. It's an interesting observation, and it's very much a psychological uh, way of of dealing with the fact that we are mortal, and we know we're mortal, and this isn't going to last forever, so it's sort of a way of thumbing our nose at it and making light of it, because it is pretty scary when you think about it. I'm watching these little kids walking around in this store, yeah. and and I'm thinking they they just think it's this is all cartoon yeah, stuff exactly. to them. They they don't know that they're, we're all headed out the door someday. They 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 just think it's cool and funny. And, you know, I don't even think that's I don't even right. think it was. I, I mean, I guess I w- I kind of knew obviously on a um, intellectual level in my twenties, but I think even when I was in my twenties, I didn't think about death and dying and mortality and all of that. It's it to me seems like it's something that really sort of happens when you start to hit your mid mid midlife. That's why they call it a midlife crisis. Um, that's yeah. why you know men go out and buy Maseratis and whatever. But there you go. Yeah, and, and that men also run out and buy watches because why? they need to know how. Oh. Much, well, because <laughs> time starts to get on your yeah, mind I quite suppose, a bit. Yeah. I suppose. Isn't it funny how time? Slips away. Is it time for the closing? It is, joke? but I have one quick question for you. Um, sure. Uh, what are you? Well, it's not super quick. It's our podcast. We can run it five minutes late if we want. What are you watching? I always like to catch up with you on what TV shows you're watching because I've caught a couple of new ones this week I wanted to share with you that you might like. I don't know if you will. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I can't. You caught me kind of flat-footed here so i can't think of well let me tell you what i'm uh, watching some of them let me tell you what i'm watching. okay yeah let's i am watching you. a new show on netflix called the politician which is oh yeah oh I, my I, i'm aware gosh, of it it's fantastic oh good i'll check it out if you yeah, like the, the young the young man in it is really celebrated on broadway yes yeah. Uh, and and uh, and I saw that he was going to be in this series. Gwyneth Paltrow's That's right. in it, right? Jessica Lang is in it. Um yeah, it's a it's actually a really the very I saw the first episode last week and got to the end and went, "Whoa." I'm not going to say what happened at the end of the first episode, but yeah, it's definitely a keeper. If you liked okay, if I'm you check if it you out liked tonight. the film Election with Matthew Broderick yes. and Reese Witherspoon, she played Trace Tracy oh, yeah. Flick. It was a, it was it's a great very film. much yeah. along those lines, but a little darker, yeah. a little bit darker. So then the lighting is poor. And then the uh, the cool. other show yeah. I'm watching with Connie Britton and Eric Bana is called Dirty John, and uh, I. Don't Dirty John, it. and it's it. uh, it's actually based on a series that the New York Times, a series of articles the New York Times put out, and then ultimately a podcast was made about this, um, about a woman who dated a guy, found a guy online, dated him for a couple months, got married, and he's not what he appears to be. And it's it's actually very well done. It's riveting. You just go from episode to episode going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So if you get a chance, Dirty John, very good show, very good show. Okay, I'm I'm binging good. the whole first season of it, so I thought it was good. Okay, so you have a joke. Good. And I'm going to take a pause here because I don't have any jokes. <laughs> I'm going to go get one. I think you okay. should just admit that. And, yeah, really? I think you should just admit that. Okay. And All right. I was going to actually stop the podcast. Go over and, and find a joke, but you think I should? We should just quit now. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe you didn't prep okay. for this. Why? You? I know. You? I always forget that that's part of. How the do you always forget? We've been doing it for like years. When well, does it occur to you? When it's been a few weeks since we've does, done one. When does I it forget. occur to you? When we're thirty minutes in, and you're like, oh crap! I gotta get I. We we do, we do a joke at the end of every podcast. I t- well, what I, totally I try to forgot. do is get you into a I long dissertation or tell a story, oh, and I think I'll just put my <laughs> headphones down, slip away, go get the while joke, I'm, come back, and just go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh, while I'm uh-huh. that's while I'm so blather- true. That yeah, is that's so all true. you ever do. Yeah, while I'm blathering away. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I don't know what you want to do. Do you want to go get a joke, or what do you want to do? Yeah, let me go get a joke. Loud. Okay. Can you fill with anything right yeah, here? Yeah, I can fill with some something here. Okay. All right. I'm I'm only going to walk about 12 okay. feet. Hang well, on. I don't know actually. Right. I take my headphones okay. off to do it. I'm not. I have I'm a not. whole 
big closet I'm full of junk. I'm not filling with anything. I'm just going to just let this just sit here. Just see where he's going now. The problem is, of course. I'm not filling with anything. <coughs> problem is, of course, that I... Uh, and so that is how that I, whole story ended right there. So, okie dokie. <laughs> I filled. I've got okay, that's all right. It was a good one. I, uh, I, uh, because we've gone so lengthy here, I'm going to just do a quick one. Um, See, oh, now man. I'm, I'm hey, worried. How about, how about some waiter I'm jokes? Worried. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do a quick series of waiter like jokes. Like waiter, like okay? restaurant, server, dining, waiter. Yeah, yeah. Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Don't worry, sir. The spider in the bread roll will get it. Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Okay, I'll bring you a fork. <laughs> waiter, there's a fly in my soup. So what? There's soup on your fly. <laughs> Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Don't worry, it's not hot enough to burn him. Waiter, there's a dead beetle in my soup. Yes, sir, they're not very good swimmers. Waiter, what's that in my soup? I'd better call the manager, sir. I can't tell one insect from another. You were probably right. We should have just left it where it was. Yeah. Hey, little girl. to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 